Hi guys, this is Joe from the Power Records podcast here in beautiful Toronto, Canada. I hope that you're all doing great today on this snowy, snowy day. Here we go, guys. It's North America. We live in Canada, I know. We live in the eastern part of Canada and we get snow sometimes. Sometimes you expect it, sometimes you don't. This is supposed to give us about six or seven inches, the storm. But hey, it's Canada. Just stay inside and play those vinyl records. Flip over side one to side two. <laughs> you know, like we used to do in the old days, that vinyl records are back. They're back. And I hope that you uh, get into the game. This show is about how you can create a business selling vinyl records. And that's what it's all about. It's an easy business, guys. It's easy to ship. It's easy to list. It's an easy business that's growing big time. Vinyl records are outselling CDs right now. So get into the game. There's many, many places you can buy vinyl records from cheap and sell them online for a good profit. So do your research and get into the game, guys. Get into the vinyl record game. I do have a Facebook page at Power Records 1. And we have all these podcasts on that page. And we have a, uh, a multiple sites where, and you guys should have multiple sites you sell vinyl records on. So that way your income comes from not only Amazon, not only eBay, not only Discogs, but Music Stack. And we sell on all those sites. And we sell lots of records there. And that's what you should be doing too. So you can get a couple sales a day, maybe more, and maybe make it a full-time business for you eventually. Okay, guys. Uh, what we're going to talk about today is how different formats are starting to take off on, uh, on different um, sites, such as cassette tapes. Uh, and remember a few uh, podcasts ago, I talked about how cassette market is starting to take up and will they last? Well, you know, this year I probably sold uh, maybe 10 cassette tapes. Uh, which never before <laughs> I've never sold cassette tapes, but I'm getting orders for them all of a sudden and um, You know remember in the old days for you for those of you that used to um, Used to transfer vinyl music onto cassettes. We did it. We all did it right and um, then the record industry noticed a decline in sales right because people were buying these big pioneer um, record cassette tape decks they can record from vinyl onto these cassette tapes scary eh and um, so the vinyl business the vinyl dealers started getting smart and started putting all these warnings on the inside sleeves of the records saying warning if you copy this it's against the law do not copy and you will be prosecuted and uh, boy that was the start of it eh that was the start of the vinyl record kind of the first death of vinyl records because people bought one record and what they would do is they would um, they would sell it um, they would sell the vinyl and they keep the music because they had it on cassette tape remember that and sometimes I used to get three or four vinyl records because I wanted to play them in my car 
quite innocent guys I didn't want to sell the vinyl record but I buy the uh, record and I buy three or four of them and I get my friend because I never had a cassette deck I never had that Pioneer cassette deck my friend had it and they would um, uh, they would copy those songs on cassette tapes for me uh, for my listening listening pleasure in um, in my car right but a lot of people were doing that and um, they were losing business right who knew that you know 15 20 years later people would be doing this online and completely destroy the vinyl record business but CDs kind of destroyed it first they were transferring music onto CDs and then from um, from uh, the online market right and uh, remember people were doing this with uh, with some online sites that popped out and selling selling the music that they were getting onto CDs copying them from online onto CDs so so the CD so vinyl really suffered until the comeback a few years ago but remember when we used to get the cassette tape and then rewind it with a pencil <laughs> or a pen right uh, because you know you were either it got stuck in the machine or it was easy to do it that way because you never had your 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 rewinder on your machine never worked properly you know one of those two uh, so uh, cassettes are kind of making a comeback uh, they are selling uh, some bands are doing it for instance uh, Robbie Williams and Coldplay uh, for the uh, Christmas season are selling their music on cassette tapes some people are buying them this kind of kind of neat to have you know and uh, as this collector item um, you know if you don't um, like the music basically on vinyl you buy it on cassette tape or you buy it on vinyl whatever you like but they're giving them they're giving people choices which is pretty cool right um, but um, I, I don't think to be honest with you um, I don't think that the uh, new wave of, of cassette tape sales will last I think it's just a quick thing uh, I kind of think that you know the object is small it's not as big as vinyl records you can't get a lot of the artwork in on that like you do on vinyl I, mean, I think it's gonna be short-lived in fact I don't see a lot of businesses the brick-and-mortar business offer new cassette tapes what I see there in the brick-and-mortar businesses are used tapes for sale for a couple bucks and really the the profits are not there you know what I've sold uh, I don't get a big uh, influx of, um, of profit by selling cassette tapes which hence the reason why I don't think it's going to last too long in my opinion uh, but if you um, you know if you want to give it a try if you do have cassette tapes from the 60s and 70s uh, and you want to offer them up try it and see how it goes I do find that people uh, do sell Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd for 25 to 30 dollars per cassette so if you want to give that a try if you do have any of those lying around try it and see how it goes and if you have 20 or 30 of them try it see how it goes that's my take on um, cassette tapes guys if you have some questions you want to ask me about um, uh, cassette sales email me at JLC a-R-O-N-E at simpatico.ca uh, or go to our Facebook page and click the email button there uh, or um, let me know if you have any questions about cassette sales so the next thing I want to talk about is basically um, turntables right um, so I do get a lot of questions about what is the right turntable right 
And I don't want to get into the different types right now. Maybe it's in a later episode. But I will tell you, a lot of people find that there are still noise, uh, excess noise coming from turntables, uh, even though they spend a lot of money on them. So I want to give you a couple suggestions on what to do about that. Uh, because it'll help you in the long run because some of my customers have gotten like brand new spiffy vinyl records that I shipped them and they're complaining about noise which is really really weird and that noise could be coming from your turntables right uh, from the point where a couple of points it might be causing that noise number one if you find that you're getting this different fluctuation of sound right sometimes it sounds good sometimes it doesn't depending on a record have a look at your turntable and put it under uh, a rubber mat to just make it nice and soft a nice soft rubber mat that you can put under you can buy these little placement mats off Amazon uh, that you can put under the turntable but if you have a full rubber mat you can put it under that would help a lot with the fluctuation of sound and it doesn't happen all the time you know uh, uh, people have to told me that it depends on some of the records that were shipped to them you know which I was surprised at, at one point and I did it was did this with my own turntable and it kind of worked so I would suggest you give that a try as well too and also it goes uh, well also when um, you are um, uh, placing the turntable at an entranceway to an exit like or, or from from your house if you have it close to your entrance you know there could be uh, excess noise or or um, um, people walking through uh, an entranceway causing fluctuations as well too could be your, your record skipping you don't know it right you think it's the record when it's actually where you've placed your turntable if it's near an entrance or exit way it could cause you a problem putting on a rubber mat might help but it also is the location which could be a problem as well too so just remember where you know look at your location where you have the turntable and this is what I tell my vinyl uh, buyers the people that buy vinyl off of me is watch where you have your turntable positioned it could be a problem at an exit or entrance way or it could be a problem you know where you at what turntable I find that a, a solid surface too having on a concrete surface does help as well too uh, to keep it positioned firmly on um, on an object would help the third part to this is also where you have your speakers if you have your speakers very close to the turntable it could cause you a problem as well too the heavy bass sounds coming off off of the record could make your uh, your uh, your needle you know kind of skip sometimes and it's hard to believe but it's happened to me before you know I've had my my speakers right next to the um, uh, to the turntable and it's skipped because it's so loud of a thumping noise think of a real rock you the song will rock you right and the thuds that come out of there and if your speakers are right beside the turntable it could make your um, your needle skip so you know if, if by chance you know you, you may want to give feedback to your customers you may be getting complaints they say that the record's skipping and it didn't skip for you so offer those three suggestions and hey you never never know what could happen right it could be uh, something that you can um, improve 
and uh, improve your relationship with your customers. And that's my, uh, my suggestions to you today. Um, I, to I told you also about uh, tiny little particles that may settle on the vinyl. You know, the needle hits the groove and it causes static. This is all part of cleaning, right? And the more you clean your vinyl records with a nice nylon brush to get uh, all the dust out of there, the better, the longer life you have to your record. And this is another suggestion that you may have with one, some of the people that have um, you know, uh, you bought your record, you may want them to make sure they clean the record a few times to make it sound better. I, I, my last episode, a couple episodes ago, I talked about how people are using white glue to uh, spread across the record and they, they, they spread it across the record with a nice flat um, uh, piece of object and then they let it dry and they peel off the glue uh, to get all the um, all the dust out of the grooves try this on an older record you know something you don't need and see if it works i can't i can't really say good or bad about it but try it and see if it works for you and uh this guy on youtube has as as uh suggested to do it that way you may or may not want to try it first on uh, something a record that you may not need and see how it goes okay guys that's my show for today I hope you've enjoyed it and keep listening to it for more tips on how to sell vinyl records. We'll talk to you soon. Over and out, guys.